0: Welcome to the Mind Positival podcast. My name is Biadju, and today I have the honor of being joined by my good Doko Fore. Doko is an international speaker, an author of two books, a two time TEDx speaker, as well as a UN delegate, having represented Australia at the United Nations headquarters in New York. He was born in a refugee camp in Uganda and immigrated to Australia when he was 10 years of age. In addition, He is the founder of Rich Dreams, a platform that provides safe environment for individuals to showcase their success journey, build connections, and work towards achieving their dreams. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. It's a pleasure to be here, brother.
1: And, you know, I was looking looking forward to talking with you because the last time I saw you was almost four years ago.
0: Yes, that's right. That's right. It was back in... uh, when the city of Sydney was a place where people could meet. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so time flies. Time flies, my friend. But um, mate, thanks again for joining us. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy. Um, why don't we start off, let's tell our listeners a little bit about DOKO.
1: A little bit about me? Oh, yes. well, well, something about me, Um, I would say, because um, one thing people do is, you know, um, they look at um, the things I've done. And they'll say, "Dokoam, um, you've done this and all of these amazing things, but you know, like, what? How would you describe yourself?" And I would say, "I just describe myself as someone who talks a lot, Biagio." That
0: makes two of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I just, I love. You know, one thing I would say is I love um, conversing with people. I love hearing people's story, and because I believe story is what literally um keeps the world going around. And as a result, not only do I like listening to the story of other people, but I also love telling my own story. Mm-hmm. You know, and as and as a result, I just yeah, I just you know like love conversing with people. And along the line, I'm like, you know what? I want to find a way of doing this forever. And that's- I think I think most of the things that I've done has been has been an outcome of just me being you know like like me talking. I think that's literally what it really is.
0: Well, that I mean, that's how a lot of people um, start off, and they just speak about their journey, their story. So, and yours is absolutely unique. Mm-hmm. But how about I start with this as well? International speaker, two-time TEDx speaker. <laughs> how did that? How did you do
1: that? How did I do that? Yes. Well, well dear Joe, it will. It all goes back down to um. It goes back to one thing actually, and it's a sandwich. Right. A sandwich. it it goes back to a sandwich a meatball <laughs> sandwich actually and and the thing is you know some people may say man that's that's a good metaphor but it's it's not actually a metaphor it's a literal meatball sandwich right yeah and and what happened was back in 20 i think i'm 15 i made a i made a spontaneous goal because i'm someone who just loves um spontaneity and at the same time not just that but whenever whenever i make a goal oh i have a dream or an idea right what I love mm-hmm. doing is I love showcasing it, and whenever I meet people, you know I just like showcasing, showcasing the journey towards me, like making things happen because um and I think i I think you probably remember that one time when you and I met up I, I also had a camera with me That's you right know, because I just like recording things, I like showcasing um amazing things or the journey that I'm taking, and so what happened was back in two thousand and fifteen. I watched a YouTube video and what happened was that what happened was it was a video about a sandwich and, the, and what? what happened was um, the only place where you could find this specific sandwich company was in the United States of America and you and I both know that I live in Australia in Brisbane and That's so right. after I watched that video I'm like you know what a year from now exactly on the 2nd of May 2016 I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I achieve that dream of eating this sandwich, Biagio. Right. You know, and and I said, if I have to fly all the way to the U.S. just to eat the sandwich, it's like, I'm like, I'm going to make it happen. And not only that, but I'm going to showcase my journey of me making that happen. And I said, I was going to do three things every single day until I make that happen. And so what happened was, I said, the first thing I was going to do was half sour with cold water every single day until I achieved my dream of eating the sandwich. And the second thing I said I was going to do was that I was not going to listen to music, but instead I would listen to audiobooks and motivational audios and read a lot of books until I achieved my dream. And then the third thing I said I was going to do was, was I was going to write down reflective words describing my day, you know, every single day until I achieved my dream. And I was going to showcase my journey into actually making this happen. And when I started writing the reflections, what happened was that um, I ended up thinking of different ideas of things that I could do so I can make money and fly to the U.S. and achieve my dream. Can you still hear me? Yes, wow. yes, yes. Oh, wonderful. And so, and so what happened Biagio, was I started thinking of different ideas of things I could do. And, and the first idea that came in my mind was I said, why don't I develop an app? You know, it's going to make me like money somehow. And I'm going to fly to the U.S. and achieve my dream and in the sandwich. And then at that time, I'm like, I can develop. an app. And then I was like, why don't I become a model? You know, I look good. I'm, I, I work out. And, and I think I can succeed in that. But then I realized I was too soft. I was like, why don't I write a book? And then I said, I can write anything. The last thing I trusted was my writing ability. Because mind you, not only is English, not my first language, but I was also born with a speech impediment and I didn't focus a lot when it came to English, English classes. And so I said, I can't write anything. And then I'm like, why don't I become a speaker? I said, no, I, I can't right. become a speaker because I was born with a speech impediment. But I said, I have to do something so I can fly to the U.S. and achieve my dream of eating that meatball sandwich. And then right. I said, you know what? Back in high school, um, my teachers told me that I talk a lot. And one teacher actually told me that they will pay me to start up in class. And, right. and when I remembered that, I said, you know what? I'm going to find a way of getting paid to speak and make money and fly to the U.S. and achieve my dream and eat this sandwich. Right. And so, and so, I'm, and so I'm, I decided I'm going to become a speaker. And the first motivational video I ever made was with my brother, with my little brother in our bathroom. Because we didn't have the mm-hmm. professional equipment, you know, to make to make a massive Hollywood kind of, you know, like motivational video. <laughs> yes. And, but I thought that, you know, like once I upload it on YouTube, we're going to get thousands of views and I'm going to become famous right. somehow and fly to the U.S. and achieve my dream. Once the video was uploaded, jail, guess how many views yeah. I got? How many? Three views. Wow. <laughs> All from my siblings. <laughs> and and they were selfish enough to believe that I could achieve my dream. And so I continued doing what I was doing. We both, um I, I continued making the videos, and, and some people started knowing about me. And because now because now I was I was a speaker, um, I ended up getting a couple of attractions here and there. And the first country I got invited to because of my speaking was Hong Kong. And wow. Hong Kong was amazing. But guess what the problem was? What was the problem? It didn't have the sandwich, man. Oh, <laughs>
0: need
1: the sandwich. We need Yes. Yeah, so, so I came back, and mind you, mind you, because I said I was showcasing the journey, right? It's like showcasing everything I was doing, like recording and doing all of these things. And I came back. I yes. continued doing what I was doing, and then I had an opportunity to go to Thailand. And oh, and right. Thailand was amazing, but guess what? The problem was. What was that? No sandwich.
0: No, still no, still language. no sandwich. No, so, and,
1: and, and I love Thailand. I love the language. I was like, um, I was even learning Thai. I was like, yeah. I love the people, but it didn't have the sandwich. Yeah. And mind you, I was still having sour with cold water. And I was still showcasing the journey. And I was still doing the things that I said I was going to do. And so I came back. I came back to Brisbane. And when the 2nd of May 2016 came, the day which I was supposed to achieve my dream of eating the sandwich, I was still stuck in Brisbane and I was devastated. But I said I was not going to give up on my goal because I was going to achieve my dream of eating the sandwich. And so I continued doing what I was doing. And then I ended up getting an opportunity to represent Australia at the United Nations headquarters in New York. Fantastic. And when I had that opportunity, what happened was I ended up um, getting invited by my old high school to go and speak in front of the teachers, the parents, and the students. And and when I went back and I talked about my journey and what I was doing and how I was going to represent this country at the UN, I ended up getting a standing ovation. And when I went to the back of the room, the teacher who, who told me that they would pay me to start up came up to me, looked me in the eyes, and they were like, Doko. You still talk too
0: much, <laughs> but now they got to pay you to yeah,
1: talk. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and I was like, I looked at the teacher right back in the eye and I was like, I know, but I'm getting paid now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> amazing, amazing.
0: And and when you went to United Nations, mm-hmm. um, what was it that you did there? You represented Australia, but what did you have to provide a speech or uh, yes. part of a group? Yes, I ended up
1: um, uh, I ended up writing a po I ended up writing a poem and I presented that as well. And and it was, you know, like because the UN, what happens is all of your timetable is laid out for you. You know, and as a result, it's like being, being, a, deli- being a delegate being a it's like, yes, I did um I did a speech and whatnot, but because it was a youth, it was a youth um youth assembly, I ended up going there as a representative, mingling with um some of um the different individuals and some some people, you know, like pretty big like um in certain positions. And building my connections, and it was just magical. But Bill Joe, guess what? What's that? I didn't care about those kind of things.
0: You wanted the same.
1: Yes, because it meant that I was I was finally going to fly to the US and achieve my dream of eating the sandwich. And and how did you go? And when 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 I go when I got to New York, um, when I got to New York, I ended up looking at the time, and I I arrived at six thirty p.m. And and since I had written down the opening and closing time of the sandwich place, um, the sandwich place was closing at 9 p.m., meaning I had two and a half hours to get there. And the closest sandwich, um, the closest one was two hours away from my hotel. And the Uber was, was going to cost more than 100 U.S. dollars, but the sandwich was going to cost less than $9. But I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to achieve my dream of eating the sandwich. And so I ended up getting an Uber, and the Uber driver and I, we drove over there, and like two hours, and and when we had two minutes to get to the sandwich place, we found out that the road we we were supposed to use was blocked. I looked at the time, and it was 8.46 p.m. I said, no, 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 I had 14 more minutes to achieve my dream. And so I I got out, I told the Uber driver, I'm going to run for it. And he's like, Doku, you know what, since you flew all the way from Australia to come to the U.S. to achieve your dream of eating this sandwich, as crazy as it may be, I'm going to come and eat it with you. And I'm going to drive you two hours back for free because I want to see you achieve your dream. And so I started running to the sandwich place. Mind you, this is at night and I'm a black individual and someone like me could be jogging daylight in the U.S. and something could happen to them. I don't know. And I, don't, I didn't know that place mm. properly, but I didn't care about that because I was chasing after a sandwich. I was young, wild, and hungry. I literally didn't eat anything because I was going to achieve my dream of eating this sandwich. So I was running to the sandwich place. And when it was 200 meters away, I ended up seeing the building. And I saw the logo, and I saw the, I saw the, I saw the lights were still on. And when I saw that, I doubled my speed. And when it was 100 meters away, I said, dreams do come true in New York. And I'm going to beat you. and Bulls record. And it was running when well. it was five meters away. I just closed my eyes because my eyesight was by this time bloody, but my vision was clearer yeah. than ever. You know, I could envision the sandwich. It's like that smoothie, yeah. the way I've be drinking on it. And I ended up bumping my head on the door. And I reached for the door and I pulled as hard as I could. But the door was locked.
0: No. I pulled
1: back and forth. It wasn't opening. So I ran to the other side of the building and I started pulling that back and forth again. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't opening. And I looked inside of the building and I was like, where's everyone? You know, I looked at the time and it was 8.53 53 p.m. I had seven more minutes. It's like, and and I, I could see inside of the building, I, I could see the menu, I could see the sandwich that I wanted to eat, the price. I had the money. You know, I could buy as many sandwiches as I wanted. And not only that, Biagio, but it's like I could see where the where they were making the sandwiches. I, I could just see everything and I was here. I'm like, where's everyone, they they, they were supposed to be open. And so what happened was I said I needed to find an answer. And so I walked around the building. And on one side of the building, I found a two-sided notice board. And on one side of the notice board, it said, on summer breaks, we close at 5.30 p.m. I said, isn't it winter? Wait a minute. It's winter in Brisbane. And everything in the U.S. is opposite. Meaning if it was winter over here, Belgio, it was summer in the U.S. I said, wait, they were closed before my plane landed? I said, no, 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 I'm not going to believe this. And so I so I, I walked to the other side of the notice board, and on the other side, it said, on Sundays, we don't open. I said, isn't it Monday? Wow. And then I'm like, oh, the U.S. is a day behind. In that moment, I started going through the seven stages of grief. The first stage was denial. But but when I came to the last stage, which was acceptance, I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? At first, it was just about the sandwich. It was about me making a spontaneous go, you know, to come to the US and and eat this, you know, like sandwich, you know, like like $9 sandwich. And because of this, I've, I've been speaking for so long that my speech impediment is gone. And at the same time, you know, it's like, because of this, I, I, I ended up having sour with cold water for Monday and a whole year. And, I can, and I'm still doing it. And, and I'm like, but it wasn't just about me any, anymore, Beardyia. Because now I was at a place where I was inspiring people because I showcased my journey. You know, it, like, it, yeah. it, it was now inspiring people. And people were reaching out to me and saying how I was inspiring and empowering them and how they were inspiring and empowering other people. And some people also told me that I saved and changed their life. Wow! You know, and and I realized that it was not just about me anymore. You know, and I was not just in the U, in the in the US to eat a nine dollar sandwich, but I was there to represent Australia and the United Nations headquarters in New York.
0: That's magnificent. and, and the journey—it's all about the journey, right? One hundred percent
1: you know, 100%. And so I came back, I continued doing what I was doing. Unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't get time to eat the sandwich when I was there because my timetable, everything, it was just laid out. I literally ended up booking the ticket a day earlier so I can go and achieve the dream. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. And so, and so um, I, and so I continued having trouble with cold water. And there was a time because I was, I was still inspiring people. And I ended up getting an opportunity to do a TEDx talk. And and guess what I talked about, Biagio? The I talked about the sandwich. And and other people and some people started having sour with cold water. And other people started doing some magical things, you know, and 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 uh, and now I connect with a lot of different individuals. So yes, um yesterday I was talking to someone from I believe um somewhere in the US, and then the day before that I was talking to someone from Scotland. And from the um, the day before that, I was talking to someone from Asia. So it's like, I just ended up not only, you know, inspiring people in my immediate connection or in my immediate country, but people from different corners of the world. And, 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 and when I, when I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? Now I think I have something that I can write a book about. And so I decided to write the book and, you know, include the story and some of my personal stories as well. And, and on top of that, I decided. Um, I also decided to write a children version of that or the book.
0: Mm. And I saw that. I saw that online. Yeah, looks uh, pretty and good. I feel like
1: people mm. like that. People like the picture book better than um, the, the actual book.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people would like images as well. <laughs> that's true. It's more interactive. So, <laughs> so that's your poor, poor kid with rich dreams book that you've got, right? Yes,
1: that's the poor kid with rich dreams. And then,
0: and the other book. It, how many? You got two books, right? Yes. The, the other
1: one is um. The other one is the children's book. It's called the little boy with big dreams. Right. Yes. So that that's so how. The two books. Yes. That's how I ended up um becoming a two-time TEDx t- t- speaker and a two-time um author. Well,
0: that's fantastic, right? And that's definitely inspirational. And you see. You know, you don't need people like me to tell you that you see the actual results coming through and but we do have something in common mm-hmm. that we both did not speak English mm-hmm. when we were young. I know I didn't speak English until I was 7 years yes. old.
1: Did it actually so some I of think, the experts with the address as well.
0: Yes, it's right. You know, I, my my experience was um, I came over with my parents from Italy. Um, I started kindy and I was made to repeat because I didn't speak English fluently. Obviously I hadn't picked it up. So, uh, cause my first language is Italian mm-hmm. and yeah, it was seven years of age before I, was uh, spoke, um, you know, proper English and able to communicate. Mm. So, and that's, I've come across a couple of individuals that I've spoken to very similar backgrounds mm. as us. Right. Yep. So, um, but it just goes to show, you know, I mean with yourself, particularly coming from Uganda, you were 10 years old, um, coming to Brisbane, you went to Brisbane straight away or you went to somewhere uh, else? In Brisbane
1: Australia? straight away, Logan.
0: Logan in yes. Brisbane. And, you know, so that, the journey, I mean, for you is let alone, you know, let's put the sandwich aside, all the, the TED, TEDx and internet, just that journey to get to Brisbane. Mm. That's inspiring in, in itself.
1: For 100%. People.
0: You know what I mean? So, yes. but mate, you've had, that's, Magnificent. I mean, and what you're only what twenty two?
1: Oh, I'm I'm turning twenty four this year.
0: Oh, uh, twenty four. You were twenty two two years ago when, <laughs> when you were the youngest graduate in the course of history. Twenty two years of age, you graduated. You are one of the youngest
1: when, in your class from from the from the Australian Institute of Company Directors. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, um, That's I, correct. I I I thought I was the youngest, and then I found out that there was someone who was I think a year younger than me. Somewhere in Sydney, right, Okay. Who who yeah. graduated from it, but my but mind you to give to give a context the Australian Institute of Company Directors. What happens is you know like I'm the teacher about directorship, and when when I was doing my course, um, the, the second youngest person in my class was was probably about, less I think forty years old. Right. So they were they were almost double my age, and. And the course in itself, you know, like, um, just to become a member of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, I believe you either need to be a director of a company for a minimum of two years, or be a professor, or, or, be, or be, you know, like, um, or be a director or someone in an executive position in a government, in a government, you know, like a um, company. Yes. Oh, and and so it was, yeah, it was a very challenging and it was a very hard, hard course to do. But um, but because by that time I had been um, I had been a director of my company for two years. Yes, because you're
0: because you're also an entrepreneur, which I was going to jump into next. Yes, <laughs> that is the H and H wholesaler. Wholesaler.
1: Yes. So
0: you're you're doing everything, my friend. Ooh,
1: I, I've, oh, oh, man! Like one one thing I would say is oh One thing I would say is it's just my talking getting me to do everything.
0: It's all about communication. One hundred
1: percent. You know, and 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 one thing I put a lot of um emphasis on, Biagio, is because you know, like I think um I told you, not only did I have to learn the language, but I had the had the impediment as well, you know, the speech impediment, That's I right. think it's called Vetua Viola, something along that line. And and as a result, as a result, not only did I need to master the English language, but I had to overcome the impediment because I just wanted to be able to articulate myself, be able to express myself in a manner where people you know can 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 get the message of what I communicate clearly and direct to the point because I just believe that the like one of the best things anyone can do is be able to communicate you know like um or tell their story to the world
0: absolutely and then that, that's that's what it's all about I mean your story. You know, as fantastic and amazing as it is, it needs to be told. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the best thing about it is you love doing it. I, I can't
1: start up you and I. We we like that's one thing you told me <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's why I do the podcast because mm. they kick me out of my house. So I talk on the podcast. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say is um, our mind positive um, followers. Mm-hmm. We have a big following from the continent of Africa. Yes. Right: A big, big following. so for those that are, are going to listen to this from the Facebook page and Instagram, mm-hmm. not just for Africa, you know Europe, Italy. I told you the story about the young, young people in Italy. there's no work and it's very tough and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but across the world, if you're going to give them one piece of advice, particularly to the, to the youth, um, what would it be? What would be the one piece of advice that you'd like to give them?
1: One piece of advice I would say is is be um learn to tell your own story learn learn to tell your own story because I believe stories are the are the most traded commodities in the world. you know we build friendship through stories it's like um brands all of these brands you know they, they're stories. Why do we buy certain things because there's a story behind it, and the reason why I have been able to do what I do is because I, I I was able to communicate my story to the world. You know, and, and I found people along the line, for example, like yourself, Biagio, who were able to relate to me and who were, you know, like you, you were like, you know what? That's some guy, you know, is like a lucky story. I can relate with him. And we have something in common, but at the same time, there's something which, you know, like I wouldn't mind learning from him. And that's the and vice versa, you know, I learned a lot of things from you. And and it's all about communicating and being able to tell our stories, because I believe once you can tell your story, you can tell the world who you who you are and what you, and what you want.
0: That's right, and it's all the experiences that you gain from all of that that helps you learn and get better at whatever you want to be and do. One hundred percent. So and and nowadays, I mean, now individuals and in the youth with social media, it's a lot easier to do that. Like in the in the old you know years back if you wanted to write a book or uh, do a radio interview or within a podcast mm-hmm. you'd have to go to a company a radio company and be very very lucky if you got a chance mm-hmm. um, to be in, either interviewed or even be have your own radio program or write a book but now with social media mm-hmm. and the platform it makes it so much easier for people to tell their
1: stories 100%. And, you know, like, the thing is, if you cannot tell your story, I believe, you know, like, start start learning, you know, like, start showcasing your journey towards you, you know, like, learning to become better at what you do. And it's like, sometimes, it's like, beside that, also, you know, follow what you really want to do. You know, like, I would say follow your dreams, because I believe dreams do come true. And that is, you know, like, it, I, because my dream was just to eat a $9 sandwich, Beadio, and look at how much how much things I've done for it and how much it, how much it helped me, even though I still haven't eaten the sandwich, and I'm still going to eat it. You know, like when borders do open, I do plan to fly over there and achieve my dream. But just look at how many things were able to happen to me because I decided to go after a $9 sandwich. And if I am willing to do all of those things just for a $9 sandwich, what are people willing to do for their dream? Because I, I, I can believe that it, it's probably worth more to them than a $9 sandwich, you know? And they may say, my dream is crazy. Then that's a reason for them to know that their dream isn't crazy, which means that they can go after it.
0: Well, I've always, growing up, I always uh, lived by a saying. I heard it when I was really young mm-hmm. and I've always sort of got it written down in my wallet and it says, anything is possible if you only believe. 100%. So I've always done that. And that's, I think that's, you know, in line with what you're saying, is no matter what it is, it could be a, a delicious nine dollar sandwich or a, a nice lasagna or a kebab, whatever mm. it is. Um, or you want to, you know, I told you the story about a friend of mine who is a uh, a successful radio announcer in Italy. Mm-hmm. Her dream was to speak as a radio announcer and play the music she yeah. loves, right? And her journey, I mentioned the, the journey, um, you know, the, the odds were like, one in a million mm-hmm. to get it. But she said, well, bugger it, I'm going to do it. If I get there, I get there. If not, I'm going to enjoy the journey and other things will 100%.
1: happen.
0: 100%. So, she's there now. She, she. I think I told you the story. She has uh, prime time in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, 40, 40 million listeners. My 40 friend. million. A day. That's amazing. 40 million. So, it goes back to your point just Focus on what you believe in. I guess the only thing I would add is, if you don't enjoy it, don't waste 100%. your time. One hundred percent. Because a lot of people that you know we engage with and we hear stories all the time, and you would hear them as well, mm-hmm. is people want to be something that someone else is or someone tells them to mm-hmm. be, which they shouldn't be doing. You know, yours is unique. Mine is unique, and that's what it should be. You know, to make you happy and. Achieve. You know
1: what I would say? It is. It's like I would say we live in a world where um we have all we have done is what other people tell us. You know, like what we should do. You know, for example, um, for example, when we are born, we do what our parents um tell us to do. It's like I'm not saying they're wrong. You know, when we go to school, we do what our teachers tell us. You know, like um, what we should do. When we go to uni, let's say, for example, our lecturers tell us what to do. Or if or when we do get a job. Our bosses tell us what to do, but one thing we never ask ourselves is, what do I want to do? And I believe that's a question everyone should ask themselves, you know, like, just, like, them alone is like, what do I want to do? And whatever the answer to that is, you know, it's like, in a genuine manner, I would say, you know, like, and when you're happy with it, like you mentioned, that's what people should go after.
0: Absolutely, and a, an example we use a lot—I use a lot as well—is you need the encouragement from, from you know people around you. So, an example: when when you're a baby, mm-hmm. you get up, and your parents are clapping. Oh, come on! And you fall over, and you get up again. You're encouraged. Well, they're encouraging you to walk, yes. correct? But when you get older into adulthood, it's the reverse. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do that for? Why do you want to get a sandwich at New York mm. for? You should go to uni. You should get this nine to five job. <laughs> you know, it's it's those things that sort of confuse, particularly the youth. Yes. And by encouraging these individuals like you do, listening to your story, um, will make a massive difference. And at the end of the day, that's I think that's what we have in common is is making a difference 100%. to others. One
1: hundred percent. And that's why you know I love the title of you know like um of what you do, for example, Mind Positivo. Because, like, the mind, like, whatever we do every single day, it just relies on what, um, on, on, you know, like the mindset that we have. And, Absolutely, and, when, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: I was going to say, I, I heard when I first started the mind positive that we have between 92 and 95% of negative thoughts in our head per day.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you.
0: And the and all I said is the more we can get rid of those, the better. One
1: hundred percent. It's like the way I see it is like um when you're driving a car, right? And let's say you just get a small then, crack. It's like what will happen is 90, like um the other ninety percent of um your your windscreen would be you know would be clear, but your mind will be focusing on that on that small crack ninety percent of the time.
0: That's right. That's right. And um it's it's important to. You know, and I'm not saying that things don't happen. Life is difficult. It can be challenging. You know, we're we're very clear Mm -hmm. on that. But if you can just put your energy and focus like you have and others like you in, okay, I'm going to focus on Mm -hmm. this. I'm going to aim for my sandwich in New York and whatever happens on the way, it's going to be a benefit to you and others that are around you and those that you inspire. So mate, that that's an amazing story, mate. And um, what I wanted to another question I wanted to ask you. So, what's next? What's next for you, my friend? Yeah, what's next? I know you're going to be a, a big star <laughs> one day, but what's the next step? I, I know I'm going to see you in Hollywood, <laughs> one of the movies. <laughs> well,
1: well, I would say I would say the next step is me. You know, like um, it's it's still it's it's still me achieving that dream. You know. Um, and, and mm-hmm. it's still me doing everything possible. So for example, um, wh- when, I met, um, when I first made a spontaneous goal and I, I, I said, I mentioned a couple of things along the line, which I should do, which I said not to, and I ended up going with the speaking, you know, and, and, I, and I've done yeah. that and that got me to New York, but unfortunately, um, unfortunately, um, circumstances, you know, um, it didn't work out. And then what happened was I, I wrote the book, you know, because one of the things was I said, why don't I become um why don't I write something? And at that time I, I I didn't trust my writing ability. But I ended up doing that. And what happened was um the founder of the sandwich company actually, he ended up um watching he ended up watching the TEDx talk. And he told me that right. he also started having sour with cold water. And and he invited me to go to the US so he and I can eat a sandwich. And then I told him I was, "This is the owner,
0: this is the owner of the:
1: company. the founder of the company, the sandwich you yes. want to
0: eat.: Wow Yes.
1: And so I told him that I was writing a book, and after I published the book, then I'll fly over there and he and I can eat a sandwich together. And after I published right. the book and I was getting ready, that's when COVID hit, and borders got closed. And so, oh, and so okay. what I would say is um, I became a speaker, I, I wrote a book, and the other thing which I, which I did be a is I developed um, an app, you know, um, with the help of other people, which yeah. was which was a list of which was one of the things that I mentioned that I should do. One yes, of your goals. and 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 it's all about you know because all I did really is did the whole thing. Why people are inspired is because I showcased my journey, and so and so as a result, I said, why don't other people showcase their
0: journey? You know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and, and and where where do if anyone wants to check out the app, where do they go? And the book, I'm, books at any bookstore, I guess. Is it audible, hard copy? Uh, yes.
1: I would say because um, since since we um, since you have such versatile audience and from different corners of the world, I would say they can find the book on Amazon. So the book is called "The Poor Kid with Rich Dreams."
0: And it's got your picture in front of it. Well, we'll we're going to share uh, We're going to when we mm-hmm. post, we'll show you the picture of uh, uh Dorco's beautiful yes. face. I look better than real life, by the way. Because <laughs> he's because I know you're a model as well. <laughs> that was um, one of the goals too. So we'll <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, and um, and, and also so, with
1: the app, they can find the app on on the Google Play Store, and also on on yeah. um. Also on the app store, so it's called Rich Dreams, Rich for Rich R I right. R I C H Dreams. Rich Dreams, yeah.
0: Right. So, so that's where individuals can share their individual success story or story and their yes, journey,
1: journey towards their dreams. Yes. on the app and connect with other dreamers. Okay.
0: Fantastic. And um, so what's next? I mean, I know you said what's what your plan is, but where do you see <laughs> yourself in the next two to five years? Well,
1: I, I, I do see myself still talking a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, <laughs> will you be doing it in Brisbane or in Los Angeles, Florida, Hawaii? Ooh, th-
1: that I cannot say because I know there's a lot of amazing people who I would get the opportunity to meet just by traveling the different places, you know, and, and one thing I would say, is, I would say is, you know, like um, it's probably maybe going with you back to your home country,
0: Well, I absolutely. I mean, you know, I've told you my goal off, off mm-hmm. here and um the here we go the invitation is there officially
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, to fo- to be interviewed by me in my country of birth um, on a radio mm. station.
1: And I want to see you achieve so your dream. that
0: that's So that that's the goal and we will achieve it. Um you know, as you had a few hiccups <laughs> <laughs> You know that stopped a lot of things, but yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. we'll definitely do that. And um, our Mind Positive will is moving forward throughout the year, hopefully into a more visual interview process, if it could be Zoom or face to face. So we're going to have uh, visual uh, interviews coming up towards the end of the year, and I'd love you to be part of that. So invitations open to you, my friend.
1: Oh yeah, i would see invitation accepted and. And and as long as people get to see my amazing face behind <laughs> well, you, that's what we're gonna
0: do. We're gonna we're gonna block
1: my face <laughs> and have your face. No, on there. no, so, you, um... you, you, you and I we are very personal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you, mate. Thank you. So, um, all right. So, if anyone wants to reach out, is there a website? as uh, well Yes,
1: I I do have to? a website. Um, I would say if someone does wants to reach out, um, they can they can literally just search my name. Doko D U K U. On Google, yeah, and they will be able to find you know they will be able to find me straight away.
0: Yeah, and you're also on LinkedIn. Um, I know that. So what we'll do, we'll put everything on the post. So on our all our socials, we'll put whatever contacts we can provide and your beautiful picture, <laughs> and um, that way they can get in touch. So and as you said, we both love speaking, and we could go. We could speak for the rest of, each <laughs> yes. of the day. But um you're busy, we've got to do some stuff. So I'd love to uh catch up again. I again I appreciate your time, my friend. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. Likewise. And I look forward to the next one. And uh, and good luck with everything you're doing. And keep keep doing what right, you're thank doing. Thank you my very friend.
1: much, brother. And thank you very much for having me as a guest today. And I had a lot of fun.
0: It's a pleasure, mate. You have a good day, and I look forward to speaking to you right, again. Thank soon. you.
1: Bye bye.